Mater Dei Radio proudly presents The Glory of the Mass with Terry Ross. From the earliest roots of the Christian faith, music has played a central role in holy worship. For the next hour, let your spirits soar as we highlight selected pieces of beautiful sacred music from the rich history of the Catholic liturgy. Now, here's the host of The Glory of the Mass, Terry Ross. Welcome to the Glory of the Mass, a weekly program devoted to beautiful sacred music performed as part of the Catholic liturgy. I'm your host, Terry Ross, and in today's program, we'll concentrate on music for the Solemnity of Christ the King, which occurs on the 34th and last Sunday of Ordinary Time. A solemnity is an especially holy feast day. There are only a few of these each year. The presentation of the Blessed Virgin Mary also occurs this Sunday, November 21st. This celebrates an occurrence not mentioned in Scripture, but widely accepted in the Catholic and Orthodox churches. The account of the presentation of the Blessed Virgin Mary in the temple is principally based on the Proto-Evangelium of James, an infancy gospel biography of Mary that has been dated by historians prior to the year A.D. 200. The story relates that in thanksgiving for the birth of their daughter Mary, Joachim and Anne decide to consecrate her to God, and they bring her at the age of three years to the temple in Jerusalem. Mary's presentation in the temple draws parallels to that of the prophet Samuel, whose mother Hannah, like Anne, was also thought to be barren, and who offered her child as a gift to God at Shiloh. In this account, Mary remains in the temple until her twelfth year, at which point she is assigned to Joseph as guardian. According to Coptic tradition, her father Joachim died when Mary was six years old, and her mother when Mary was eight. It's from this account that arose the Feast of Mary's Presentation. Eastern Orthodox Church celebrates this as one of its 12 great feasts. For the Roman Catholic Church, on the day of the presentation of the Blessed Virgin Mary, quote, we celebrate that dedication of herself, which Mary made to God from her very childhood, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit who filled her with grace, unquote. The three feasts of the birthday of Our Lady, the Holy Name of Mary, and her presentation in the temple correspond with the first three of the cycle of feasts of Jesus, namely Christmas, the holy name of Jesus, and his presentation in the temple. There's no special liturgy appointed for this feast, but that shouldn't mean that we ignore Mary's devotion during our Mass today. Our principal feast this Sunday, the Solemnity of Our Lord Jesus Christ, King of the Universe, commonly referred to as the Feast of Christ the King or Christ the King Sunday, is a relatively late addition to the liturgical calendar. It was as recently as 1925 that Pope Pius XI put it in place. In 1970, its observance was moved to the final Sunday of Ordinary Time, the Sunday before the first Sunday of Advent. According to Cyril of Alexandria, who was Patriarch of Alexandria in the 5th century, Christ has dominion over all creatures, by essence, and by nature. From this it follows that to Christ, angels and men are subject. 
Christ is also king by acquired as well as by natural right, for he is our redeemer. We are no longer our own property, for Christ has purchased us with a great price. Our very bodies are the members of Christ. If you've listened before to the glory of the Mass, you already know that we focus on the parts of the Mass that are traditionally sung by a cantor or choir. Of these, there are ten. Five of them, called the proper, are on texts particular to the day of the church calendar, and five others, called the ordinary, whose texts are unchanging, are used at many different times of the church year, such as today's Mass, the Missa Vexilla Regis, by the Venetian composer Andrea Gabrielli. These ten alternate with one another throughout the Mass until the final distribution of the Eucharist at Communion. The first five of these are called the proper because the text of each is specific to the day it is sung. Today, in the interest of hearing all of Mr. Gabrielli's Mass, we'll hear only the introit or entrance of the celebrant in the wonderful arrangement George Friedrich Handel made for his Messiah. We will, however, enjoy all five parts of the ordinary, the Kyrie, the Gloria, the Credo, the Sanctus, and the Agnus Dei, in the form of Gabrielli's Misa Vexilla Regis, Mass of the King's Banners. So let's get started with the Kyrie, the Lord Have Mercy, of Andrea Gabrielli's Mass. The performers are I Cantori di San Marco, an ensemble from the Venetian Cathedral, where Gabrielli made his reputation more than 450 years ago.
That was the Curie of today's Mass Ordinary by Andrea Gabrielli. Gabrielli was an Italian composer of the late Renaissance, the second half of the 16th century. The uncle of the somewhat more famous Giovanni Gabrielli, he was the first internationally renowned member of the Venetian School of Composers. And he was extremely influential in spreading the Venetian style in Italy as well as Germany. Gabrielli was a prolific and versatile composer, and he wrote a large amount of music, including sacred and secular vocal music, music for mixed groups of voices and instruments, and purely instrumental music, much of it for the huge resonant space of St. Mark's Cathedral. Andrea Gabrielli was apparently reluctant to publish much of his own music. His nephew, Giovanni, published much of it after his uncle's death. We'll go now to the Gloria, the greater doxology, of Gabrielli's Mass in honor of the Feast of Christ the King. Again, it's I Cantori di San Marco.
We've heard the Gloria of Andre Gabrielli's Misa Vexilla Regis from the late 16th century. Now, before we continue with Gabrielli's Mass, here's a motet also written for this feast of Christ the King. It shares its name with today's Mass, Vexilla Regis, and its composer is one of the most famous and prolific of the High Renaissance, Orlando di Lasso. The performers are the German male ensemble Die Zinkfoniker from Munich, where, not coincidentally, Lasso spent the last 30 years of his life.
That was Orlando de Lasso's motet for the Feast of Christ the King, Vexilla Regis. The next part of the Mass is the Credo, or Nicene Creed. So here again is Andrea Gabrielli's Mass, performed by I Cantori di San Marco.
That was our Nicene Creed, the Credo, from Andrea Gabrielli's Missa Vexilla Regis. We've arrived now at the Sanctus, the Holy, Holy, Holy. And again, it's Mr. Gabrielli's Mass.
We've heard the Sanctus and Benedictus of our Mass Ordinary for this Feast of Christ the King. And now we've come to the last part of our Mass Ordinary, the Agnus Dei, or Lamb of God. And again, it's Andre Gabrielli's Misa Vexilla Regis.
That was our Agnus Day for today from Andre Gabrielli's Misa Vexilla Regis, performed for us by I Cantori di San Marco. And now, oddly, we'll go all the way back to the beginning of the traditional order of the Mass, to the introit, ordinarily sung when the celebrant is entering the church. I saved ours for the end of our program because that's where it occurs in Handel's wonderful oratorio, Messiah. Worthy is the Lamb that was slain, with his magnificent closing, Amen. The performers are the Monteverdi Choir and the English Baroque Soloists, conducted by John Elliott Gardner.
We've heard the triumphant finale of Handel's Oratorio Messiah, Worthy is the Lamb that was slain, which is also the introit text for this feast of Christ the King. To my mind, that closing Amen, along with the Kyrie of Bach's B minor Mass, is one of the greatest sustained masterpieces of Baroque choral music. And on that exultant note, we end today's program. I hope you've enjoyed the Mass and the Motets today, and I hope you'll tune in next weekend for the first Sunday of Advent. You can listen again to this program, or to any of our programs in this series, and see our playlists by visiting our website at materdayradio.com. Once there, click on the programming menu and choose the Glory of the Mass 116. The Glory of the Mass is produced by Patrick Ryan for Mater Day Radio in Portland, Oregon. I'm your host, Terry Ross, wishing you a praiseful Sabbath. This has been The Glory of the Mass with Terry Ross, a weekly examination of the beautiful music of the sacred liturgy of the Catholic Church. For more information about this program, including a playlist from today's show, visit The Glory of the Mass online at materdayradio.com. The Glory of the Mass is produced at the studios of Mater Dei Radio in Portland, Oregon.